You're now listening to the number one podcast on planet Earth. Winners win. Winners win. Mm-hmm. Straight up, they don't cover, which is unfortunate, but they win. Oh, she will. Mm-hmm. And she'll see me, a winner. <laughs> All right, you've come back. All right, let's get into it. Sunday sober rewatch. Uh, rewatching the game, doing a little film study. I will call it Sunday sober study. Maybe. Well, who knows? Who cares? Let's just uh talk about the elephant in the room. Uh, Jaden Daniels. He is the best quarterback on our team. I know everybody is dying to give it to Nussmeyer and wants Nussmeyer to to give Nuss a chance, but all Jaden Daniels has done since he's been at LSU is take care of the football, help us win games, make plays when his legs, when the play breaks down, and doesn't make a lot of mistakes. And he looked next level yesterday. I don't – that's against a, uh, you know, a Mississippi State team that's that I thought would be better, and hand up. I didn't think LSU would cover the spread. I thought we'd win by like seven, and boy, was I wrong. And boy, was I wrong because Jaden Daniels is him. He does everything for us. All, we used to pray, LSU fans used to pray for a quarterback like Jaden Daniels. And now that we got one, oh, we want to give it to the – give it to Nuss, man. Man, it looks good when it comes out of his hand. Man, it's – he 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 drives a ball down the field. No, Coach. Jaden Daniels drives the ball down the field, and we got stats to back that up. This this isn't this isn't a a feelings podcast. Even though I, I got do got feelings for Jaden, but that's because he's the best player on our team. Jaden Daniels on throws twenty yards or plus in twenty twenty three. Eight of eleven. That's seventy two percent. Three hundred thirty seven yards. Five touchdowns. Zero interceptions. 30.6 yards per attempt. That's first nationally. 68 and eight big time throws. 66.7% in big time throws percentage. First nationally. 98.8 PFF grade. Pro football focus graded. First nationally. 81.8 adjusted completions com- percentage. Y'all know what adjusted completion percentage is? 81% of the time he's putting the ball where it needs to be. Miss me with driving the ball down the field, brother. Jaden Daniels is our best chance to win. Last year, I know he got on some stretches to where he'd play a couple good games and a couple bad games and a couple good games, but we could have had th- we should have had 31 points in the first half against Florida State. We all know how that went. You can live by the sword. You can die by the sword on first, fourth down calling, and we're going to get into that in a little bit. But all we did was get in the red zone seven times. All, all you did against Grambling was score ten drives in a row. I've been, I haven't missed an LSU football game in thirteen or fourteen years. I've never seen that happen before, and I've watched LSU play all the cupcake games. I don't miss it. I don't care if they're playing the Quincy JV. I'm watching. What'd you do today? At a, a ruckus environment, a loud, fired up SEC opponent went in there and shut the crowd out of it. Made all of the adjustments. Played a hell of a game. Jaden Daniels, 30 for 34, 361 yards, two touchdown passes, no interceptions. And that's not counting he led your team in rushing, by the way. 64 yards. 
with a long of 23 and two rushing touchdowns. Folks, we don't know what we got. And this is going to be a situation, and I hate to say it, but you won't know what you got till it's gone with Jaden Daniels. And I, I, this is just whatever opinion you got on him, you're going to feel it when he's not there. I promise. All right. Uh, more on the game. The lines of scrimmage uh, scrimmage got dominated on both sides of the ball by LSU. Uh, you can tell this team, Mississippi State's, a lot of these players were built for Mike Leach in the spread. They're not running that offense right now. It's uh, it's going to be a tough year for Mississippi State because Will Rogers, God, he looks out of place, man. I've watched a lot of Will Rogers football in the last two or three years. 11 for 28 for 103 yards. That's not him. He looks uh, – the offense doesn't look comfortable. He doesn't look comfortable. He ain't, He really don't have a whole lot of time to throw the ball. Um, it's going to be a long year for Mississippi State, but lines of scrimmage, you look good. Uh, I think the story of the day, for me at least anyways, is uh, Hilton. Chris Hilton Jr. is taking a lot of snaps from uh, Mr. Lacey. Coming into the season, a lot of talk about – uh, Lacey and how he was going to take that next step and really help you this year and be a good number two receiver to neighbors. Chris Hilton taking a lot of snaps from him. I don't have the snap number, but just watch the film. Chris Hilton's in there a lot. And actually, Chris ran out there on the first drive, and he was he, he had more snaps than Lacey. And like I said, first drive, the wide receivers you had out there was neighbors, Anderson, Hilton, and Brian Thomas Jr. But I mean, what can, what else can you say about Malik Neighbors? I got to be honest. Malik's freshman year, I really wasn't buying it. He had a few drops, and I just remember thinking, I don't know if this guy's going to be it, man. And he has – he looked unguardable today. He got the – every time he was matched up with a safety, I mean, he, he looked effortlessly leaving these guys on double moves. But Mississippi State played so soft of coverage – that they would be 10 yards off the ball, and Denbrock and Jaden Daniels would take five at a time, five at a time, curl, come back, curl, come back, crossing route, curl. And then as soon as you think Malik's about to get a six reception for another curl, double move over the top. And and, and Jaden put it on the money. He was dropping it in the bucket. Beautiful passes. They can't, they don't get, they can't get any better. So... Heck of a game by uh, Malik Neighbors today. 13 receptions, 239 yards, an average of 18.4 yards, two touchdowns with a long of 48. Jaden Daniels' average passing was 10.6 yards a pass, a completion. Man, it's a good day to be a Tiger, man. We needed this after the Florida State debacle. And, and uh, man, it's how aggressive. Did any of us think when Brian Kelly took the job and he was our, announced our head coach that he was – would be so gutsy, and he would trust. How much does he trust this offense? I mean, fourth down, it feels like it was fourth and seven. We threw a we threw a go, a, a go to the Malik Neighbors. What I thought he was going to be captain, uh, captain conservative Brian Kelly. He he is the Lane Kiffin that he's the real Lane Kiffin. When you think of Lane Kiffin, you think of those big Bama games and Lane going for it on fourth down every freaking every time there's a fourth down. Brian Kelly is gutsy and nutsy and trusts his offense, and he doesn't – it's not conservative. I know he's making these decisions. It is unbelievable. And you live by the sword and you die by the sword. I just said we should have had 31 points in the first half against uh, Florida State. Went on went forward on fourth down a lot. Didn't happen. Guess what? It happened today. 
and you blew out an SEC opponent 41 to 14. Some more stories, some more thoughts from my Sunday sober rewatch. Savion Jones looked really good on the end. He outmatched uh he out he outmatched everybody that they put on him on the offensive line. But good, we need him to step up. 280 pounds looked really fast. Another thing, Harold Perkins, we all know he's probably the most talented player on our team, would probably be the highest drafted player on this team. Harold Perkins does so much, even whenever he's not making the tackle. I counted four to five times where it was second down or third down, and he gets pressure and made Will Rogers get rid of the ball because he was coming. Even if he would have got a hand on his leg or whether he was just bull rushing the defender, I mean the offensive lineman or the running back into Will Rogers, he was making bad throws happen. It's the amount of pressure that he applies. It's 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 why the world knows who he is. It's why he's a all American. It's why he's going to be a rich in in it in two years. You seen him on coverage. We saw him break up a pass in the end zone on a twenty yard wheel route, and then the next play, sack Will Rogers getting around the edge on the on the offensive lineman. I mean, we he he is so valuable on our team, and I'm so glad that we've made some adjustments and are letting him be himself. And I think a little bit of that was Florida State scheming him out of the equation against Florida State, but Perkins, heck of a job with the coach and heck of a job from Perkins. If you hear a bell ringing, it's my cat, Boogie. He's running around here. But some more notes I got. Andre Sam, man, he plays fast and he hits hard. I got to admit, my co-host and best friend Jay Sander was telling me about Andre Sam a couple months ago, and I was just like, God, I'm not hearing nothing about this dude. But that was probably because he was quietly absolutely going to be a, a, a dog on this team and a, and a starter. And he is way better of a football player than I thought he'd be. He plays fast. He hit hard. He's smart. I mean, he's a seventh-year super senior, so he's a grown man playing out with some kids. But I love it. I'm glad he's here. And, I mean, Iowa, Louisiana, stand up. You know, he's a local boy. Andre Sam, a hell of a football player. I'm glad he's here. And he's a lot faster than I thought he'd be. Tackling looked better today. That was terrible. We tackled terrible the first two games, even against Grambling. Major Burns looked better tackling. I, I got to get the lowdown. I'm going to figure it out whenever I get off this about Greg Brooks. He didn't play, so that made me that made me nervous because he's one of our best tacklers. But, man, the uh, Andre Sam and Sage Ryan slid in. We didn't miss a beat. Tackling looked better. Uh, another big story. Whit Weeks is Whit Weeks is a cold white boy. And the rumors about him are true because all you heard, if you if you're really plugged in, preseason was, man, you know, West Weeks he did a good job on special teams last year. You know, he come in and played well when his belt when his number was called, but, but he's got a brother. Hey, West got a brother. Wit. He he the ceiling's higher. He's you know he's the one. And you're like, okay, yeah, but he's a true freshman. You know, we got Omar Spates came in. He won the Iron Tiger. There's which he's hurt right now. Obviously, is why Wit played, but. Greg Penn, everybody loves Greg Penn, one of the best tacklers on the team. You know, Harold Perkins going to play a lot more linebacker. I wasn't seeing a route for the Whit Weeks. And also, you don't know if the rumors are true. You hear shit like that. That son of a bitch is fast. He plays downhill. He played smart. I really, really focused on him and watched. He looks fast for a white boy is all I'm saying. And he tackles good. And you can tell that the rumors were true about him, and that's good. So, number 40, look out. Just watch Whit Weeks. Hopefully Omar gets better, and, and Omar wasn't playing fast. I knew he had to be hurt because I watched a lot of Omar Spates, Oregon State film, and it would he has not looked like that. So hopefully he gets better. 
A lot of big games coming up. We're going to need Omar Spates, but Whit Weeks' plug-and-play yesterday looked great. You couldn't ask for a better game for Whit Weeks. Uh, another thing, Clayton catching the punts. He's sure-handed, so that's good. I don't know. We've had so much problems in the last two years. He's going to catch it. I wish we had a threat back there, but really glad he's sure-handed and he does a job catching it. Uh, Caleb Jackson, man. Jesus, what a play. I mean, he killed a guy. True freshman Caleb Jackson absolutely killed a human today. And what is wild about Caleb Jackson is he played 4A uh, football, and at his his high school 4A where he played at Liberty Magnet, he ran the 100-meter dash and ran a 10-8 in the 100-meter dash. And, you know, that's really, really good, but he's 230 pounds. And he ran a 10-8. And how smooth does he look with the ball? How fluid does he look with look with the ball, man? I mean, the play that we're talking about where he killed that human. I mean, that's somebody's kid out there, by the way. But anyways, uh, handoff to the left on both feet, bounced it outside. I mean, like smooth. Bounce outside, stiff-armed a defender. Go watch the replay. It's everywhere. Bounce outside, had the balance, stiff arm, and then truck stick the poor son of a bitch from Mississippi State. And, and that leads me into running back talk as Diggs is our best running back. Uh, that's a fact. It is what it is. Logan Diggs is your best back. Josh Williams still looks as sure-handed as he was our guy last year. He's going to be a great number two. And 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 the next big thing is Caleb Jackson. You are going to He's going to give you highlights for the next three years. We're going to – coming into next season, we're going to say, God, man, we got Caleb back there. It's just going to be a surefire – he he's he can't miss. You could this kid's got it. He looks more comfortable and balanced than Leonard did when he was here his freshman year. If you're an old old school LSU fan, and it ain't that old school, but you remember those early games when that we were forcing it Leonard to get the ball because I mean he was you know one of the greatest players and the other than Joe Burrow the one of the best the best LSU player I've ever seen and easily the best running back I've ever seen in person and. Caleb Jackson looks more comfortable than he did. I mean, you remember, I mean, he was probably, Leonard was probably running to a loaded box back then doing the pitch back dive, but, man, Caleb looks good. Logan's your best player. Logan was great in pass protection today. He, he pancaked a dude picking up a picking up a, a linebacker, allowed Jaden to drop another dime. But I think I think from here on out you got to go three-headed monster. Logan Diggs, Josh Williams, Caleb Jackson, and that is your most talented running back, and, and complete, by the way, does all does all phases of the game at running back Logan Diggs. So that's your most talented guy, your most sure-handed guy in Josh Williams, who is not going to mess up and never cost you the game, and probably your most talented guy, the raw talent of Caleb Jackson. I like Noah Kane. That's cool. Emery, it looked forced. Giving the ball to Emery felt real forced. And, and y'all know how I feel about Emery. I mean, I think he's a walking fumble. I think he's ready to lose us a game for whenever we need – to take care of the ball and win a one possession game and I think he's going to fumble it. I mean it's we got hard data that he can't hold on to the football. Sure he's going to catch a swing pass and run 25 yards and score a touchdown. But you know who can do that? Logan Diggs and Caleb Jackson. So I'm out on Emory. I think it needs to be three-headed monster from here on out. We'll see how it goes. Uh Denver Harris man, quietly good at quarter, uh cornerback. That's good. No news is good news when you're a cornerback. So Really happy with Denver Harris and how that went today. Um, we need him, man. Your your two best cornerbacks are Denver Harris and Zay Alexander, and 
we need him this season because we're not deep at quarterback. Cornerback uh, lost J.K. Johnson for the year, so need Denver man to bring that juice like he's been doing and uh and help us get through this man because we're we're short there and he's there's our two most talented guy. Uh, last note I got: Damian Ramos is still nails. He's been good since he's been for the last two years. No news is good news with a kicker, like we said with cornerback. He just keeps on chugging, makes it look easy, and uh, so no problem. Special teams looks okay. I'm not putting too much stock into the uh, kick return because I truly think the most talented dude that's on that Mississippi State team is the kick returner. He killed us last year when we were, special teams weren't good, and he still made us pay a little bit this year. He's an All-American kick returner. I'm not put, putting too much stock into that, but – and I'm not going to put as much too much stock into this win. I thought it would be a closer game. It wasn't. Mississippi State's going to have a rough year. But you know what you did is went over there and took care of business. You know what a lot of teams didn't do yesterday? Take care of business. See Arkansas. See Alabama. AP polls just dropped. Five minutes ago, uh, we're ahead of Alabama. We're number 12. Alabama's at 13. Why? Because they went to an inferior opponent and, and, and won, but looked like shit and didn't take care of business. Meanwhile, our offense is clicking on all cylinders. Defense, tackling, and uh, play calling looked a lot better. And special teams are staying solid. We are sneakily, I think, the best team in the SEC. Hey, Alabama ain't it. They got three quarterbacks. And if you ain't, if you ain't got, if you got three quarterbacks, you got no quarterbacks. Georgia's slow start yesterday did not take care of, uh, looked terrible against South Carolina in the first half. Florida upset Tennessee. Tennessee fraud potential fraud exposed. How about them Gators, baby? Chomp. I was pulling for Sunbelt Billy. After my first quarter bet hit, of course. C pick hub winner. All right. Sunday sober rewatch. Get ready for Arkansas. If you're listening to this, go go to the game. We we gotta have that stadium pumping, man. Those guys went over there to Starkville. Brought the juice. They're coming back for a night game in Death Valley. The boys will be there. We got a group of 10 or 12 going. I'll see you on the corner, Russ. I mean, it's time to get this thing going because the SEC is wide open, and this is anybody's ball game. And and the you can you control our destiny. That Florida State shit's over. And I want them again, by the way. I want them again. Win out. There's a chance. There, you can look up and down our schedule, and there is no – Game where you're like, oh man, well, good luck. That we ain't got, we ain't got to win there. There's no chance of a win there. That's not real right now. Everything is in front of you. You got the best quarterback in the SEC. Voted by the way, not just not just my opinion. I mean, he was preseason first team All SEC. You got your running back situation figured out with the eight running backs you got on scholarship. You got one of the best wide receivers. In the SEC and maybe the best wide receiver group in the SEC. Mason Smith's back, plugging holes on the run for the run defense. You know what you got on the line. Your cornerbacks seem the situations change in the cornerback situation. We Denver Harris is now getting his shit together and stepping up and playing like the player he can be. Everything you want is in front of you, and all these games are going to start meaning a little more and a little more. And that gets me going. This is Winner's Win.
Ah, 